Good morning. This is Jeff Thomas from He is the Way and the Truth and the Life Ministries coming to you with another podcast from Words from the Word of God. I pray that you are blessed today. I pray you've had a blessed week. And going into this weekend, I want to leave you with a few thoughts this morning. The words that I want to focus on or the phrase that I want to focus on this morning is the words, the gospel. I am sure many of us and many of you have heard preachers or evangelists or other ministers Uh, And I've even said it myself, I am called or I am come to preach the gospel. Now, I am afraid, unfortunately, there may be some out there that do not understand that phrase, the gospel. All I'm telling you there this morning is it is defined as good tidings or good news or heralding in verb form is heralding good tidings or good news. Uh. We have the Gospels, or the good tidings, of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They tell us and give us a verbal portrait as they were led of the Holy Spirit to write what they recorded, give us a grand picture of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, His life, His birth, His ministry, his uh, miracles, his humanity, his divinity as the Son of God, all God and all man, God in the flesh, Emmanuel, God with us. Tell They tell of his life here on earth and his ministry here on earth and all that he did during that ministry. They also tell us of his sacrificial death that he died at a place called Calvary, then they tell us that he was buried. Then they, but then, praise God, they tell us that he was resurrected. They tell us also that he ascended into heaven where he is seated at the right hand of the Father in glory. The gospels, the good news, the good tidings. In a world that we live in today, it is so hard to find good news or good tidings. As we look around us in our nation and in the world as a whole, We just see nothing but hatred, uh, bigotry, uh, racism, um, the pandemic, sickness and disease, famine, wars, everything going around us. It just disturbs us as we hear all this bad news and it is hard to get or find any good news from man. But the news I speak of this morning is the gospel, the good news or good tidings from God. And if it's good news and good tidings from Him, it is eternal. It will last for, and it will stand. He says His Word will endure forever, and the gospel is contained in His Word. But this gospel and the Apostle Paul, as we focus on Romans chapter 1 this morning, and I am not not wanting to take these verses out of context, but we're going to skip around here for the sake of time this morning. And verse 1 of Romans chapter 1, if you want to read along with me, uh, Paul, he says, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God. The gospel, or the good tidings, good news of God. And then in verse 9, he says, For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in 
the gospel of his son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers. Then we skip down to verse 15, and the apostle Paul says, So as much as is in me is, I am ready to preach, in verb form, preach the gospel to you that are in Rome also. I am ready to preach the good news or good tidings to you in Rome. Then he gives us the reason why he's ready to preach. In verse 16, he says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And this is powerful right here, my friend. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jews first and also to the Greek. Uh, I tell you what this morning, there is no better news, no greater tidings than that of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We in a whole right here, the Apostle Paul defines it, and he gives, as he says in verse 1, he is separated unto the gospel of God. Well, what is the gospel of God? He tells us right here, where the origin was, and he tells us in verse 3 what it concerns. The gospel of God, and in verse 2 he says, which he, God, had promised before by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. Uh, verse 3 says, concerning his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, which, is made, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh, concerning his son, God's son, God's only son, the one he loved us so much to send, Jesus Christ, good tidings of him. Hey, I don't know about you today, but that's wonderful that our Lord and Savior came to this earth. He lived a sinless life. He died a blemish-free sacrifice on Calvary's cross. He paid our sin debt. He shed his blood for our redemption and our forgiveness and our salvation that we might be forgiven of our sins. He died, yes, and he was buried, yes, but praise God, he was resurrected on the third day and he ascended after 40 days after that. He ascended into heaven where he is seated at the right hand of God in heaven for, to forever intercede for you and I. The Apostle Paul says of this gospel when he is so ready to preach and so ready to herald these good tidings and good news, he says, I am not ashamed. What a testimony. If we could have a testimony like Paul, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, the good news of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Did you hear that? to everyone that believeth. We we talked about in our last podcast about whosoever. I thank God I'm a whosoever, but I thank God also I'm one of these everyone that believeth because when I believed by faith in Christ, I was saved, I was forgiven, I was eternally secured, amen, and sealed by the Holy Spirit. Then in verse 17, he says, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed. From faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Oh, my, what a powerful statement there. 
For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. The righteousness of God is revealed in Jesus Christ. The righteousness of God is revealed in the good news and good tidings of him to a lost and dying world. My friend, if you're out there today and you're in the world and you haven't received Christ as your Savior and all you want, all you see around you is this world falling apart and our nation falling apart and you're looking for an answer this morning, you're looking for some good news, well, let me tell you, the best news is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Hey, my friend, today, we ought to be like Paul. We ought to say if we're saved by the grace of God that we are not ashamed to preach, to, to herald the good news of our Christ. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, our Messiah, our Redeemer, our Rock, our strong tower. Hey, my friend, today, let's shout it from the rooftops. You know, that word salvation, the power of God unto salvation, that word is the great inclusive word of the gospel. It is the gathering into itself all the redemptive acts and processes of salvation, justification, redemption, grace, propitiation, imputation, forgiveness, and sanctification, and Praise God, glorification. Hey, I tell you today, I thank God for that good news. And the good, best thing about this news is, it's eternal. It is based in, it is originated from God before the foundation of the world. The Lamb was slain before the foundation of the world, and He is eternal. He is the author and finisher of our faith, the first and the last, the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega. I pray that you have a blessed weekend and I ask that you would just share this podcast with somebody today and you can find it on Facebook and on Twitter and other uh, other uh, avenues to, to view it and to listen to it. But I pray that you would help us to share it and join us again. Join us the next time we have a podcast for words from the Word of God. God bless. Good morning. This is Jeff Thomas from He is the Way and the Truth and the Life Ministries coming to you with another podcast from Words from the Word of God. In last week's podcast, or the last podcast, we focused in on the words or the phrase, the gospel. The gospel. We defined it as good news or good tidings or in verb form, heralding good news of good or good tidings. But as we found in scripture in Romans chapter one, where the apostle Paul was writing to the Christians in Rome, we see that this is not just, the gospel is not just concerning any good news because Paul identifies what the gospel and defines what the gospel actually means to us as the children of God and to all mankind who will accept it. He says in verse 1 of chapter 1 of Romans, he says, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God. And then in verse 3, he says, well, I want to go to verse 2. He says, which he promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. I love that about Paul. See, Paul didn't have a New Testament. All he had was the Old Testament. So he points us automatically back to the Old Testament. And then in verse 3, he says, concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. That is wonderful news as we established last week. That is the best news. Number one, it's the gospel of God. If it's the gospel, if it's the good news and good tidings of God, 
It is the best type of news that we could ever receive because God never changes. He is the same today as he was yesterday and will be forevermore. He never changes. He has made a way for us to be saved through Jesus Christ, his son. Paul said concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. There is no mistake in who this good news and these good tidings are about. Jesus Christ, our Lord, his son, the son, the heir of all things, the one that died on Calvary's cross, the one that shed his precious blood for our sins. We established this fact in last, last, the last podcast. But then we went in our closing remarks of last week's uh, podcast, we read from verses 16 and 17, and this is where we left off. He says, for I am not ashamed, this is the Apostle Paul speaking, of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And in verse 17, he says, excuse me, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Paul, quoting from Habakkuk 2.4, the just shall live by faith. So we understand, and Paul started us out with the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ our Lord, the power of God unto salvation. That which therein the righteousness of God is revealed. The righteousness of God is revealed in Jesus Christ our Lord. That is the only righteousness that we can claim before a holy and righteous God. All of our righteousness, all of our good deeds, as Isaiah said, is as filthy rags before God. We have no good works, nothing good in us that we could ever achieve the righteousness of God, of our own merit. It has to come through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Now, I establish this again and refresh you for this because I want to ask you a question. Have you ever had anyone come to you and say, well, I've got some good news and I've got some bad news. Which do you want to hear first? Well, that's kind of the situation that we have right here in the first chapter of the book of Romans. See, Paul starts us out with the good news. But then he automatically turns in verse 18 to the bad news. And this is where the Apostle Paul takes us into the courtroom of heaven, into God's courtroom. This is where God brings us before him and tells us that the world is guilty before him without Jesus Christ his son. The Apostle Paul said uh, in verse 16, I am not ashamed of the gospel, and he gives us the reason why, for it is the power of God and salvation, for there is the righteous God revealed from faith to faith. But here in verse 18 of chapter 1, he's given us another reason why it's important for us to have the same testimony that we are not ashamed of the gospel and we need to share the gospel because of this very reason as stated here in verse 18 of Romans chapter 1. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold truth 
the truth in unrighteousness. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. My friend, Paul is telling us here of another reason we do not need to be ashamed of the gospel and why it is so important to express it to the lost and dying world around us. Because God's wrath, as he says right here, God's wrath has been revealed. It's been uncovered from heaven against all sinful man, ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. And I want to take you, as I was praying and meditating upon this scripture for the podcast this morning, uh, I, I was taken and led by the Lord to go to Revelation chapter 20, verse 11 through 15. Revelation chapter 20, verse 11 through 15. This is the Apostle John writing from the Isle of Patmos um, as he is given the revelation of Jesus Christ. And he says, and in verse 11, as, it, as we start reading, and I saw the great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and heaven fled away and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their work. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their work. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. My friend, there's no greater uh, expression of the wrath of God than what we just read in Scripture. That is the most hopeless situation because from there at that great white throne before the judge of all jesus christ there will be no return there will be no rewind button we will not be able to back up and start over again that is the end of all in that is when god's wrath will be poured out completely and eternally upon sinful man but God's wrath has already been poured out and revealed from heaven against the unrighteousness and godly, unrighteousness and ungodliness of man. Uh, if you go all the way back to the beginning of Scripture in the book of Genesis where uh, Adam and Eve, or Adam uh, and Eve sinned against the Lord, disobeyed his commandment not to partake of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and partook of it, and Adam sinned and deliberately disobeyed God. They gave into the temptation of the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life, which is everything our enemy, our adversary, Satan, tempts us with. They gave into that, disobeyed God's holy commandment, and sin and death entered into the world at that time. But it was at that time that in Genesis 3.15 that we see the first proclamation of gospel hope, and that is in the woman's seed, where he said, he shall bruise thy head and ye shall bruise his heel. 
that bruising of the head is speaking to Satan where Jesus Christ would crush his head with a mortal blow on Calvary's cross and defeat death, hell, and the grave. But he also said, you will bruise the seal. Yes, Jesus was bruised on Calvary's cross. He was wounded for our iniquities. He was bruised for our transgressions. He was suffered a death that you and I should have died. So the wrath of God has been revealed from heaven. Folks, as we go forward in these next few podcasts, as the Lord leads, I want to focus in right here from verse 18 of chapter 1, and we will try to work our way through to chapter 3, verse 20, where the Apostle Paul, in the, by the inspiration of God and the, and the guidance of the Holy Spirit, tells us that the world all sinful man apart from Jesus Christ is guilty before God and that his wrath is poured out upon sinful man and sin. And understand this, God hates sin, but he does not hate the sinner for God is love. Even though, even though while we were yet sinners, the Bible says Christ died for us. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But he has to pay, he has to pass judgment upon sin. He hates sin. He loves the sinner, but he hates sin because he sees and he knows what sin does to our lives as humans. As mankind, he knows what sin will do. And he has to pass judgment on that sin. For his word tells us it is not his will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the Apostle Paul is going to take us into the, uh, and God is going to bring us into his courtroom here from verse 18 through chapter 3, verse 20. And uh, for this very reason, because until a man knows he is a sinner, he cannot fully appreciate the gracious graciousness of God and the gracious salvation that God offers in Jesus Christ his son until man comes to fully appreciate what they are facing apart from Jesus Christ eternal separation from God as we just read in uh, Revelation chapter 20 said this is the second death that second death you will die once yes physically but you will also die if you have not accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you have loved ones who have not, they will die a second time, and that's called the second death. That is the eternal separation from God. They will never have another opportunity. I think this is why it's so important for us to understand here in Romans chapter 1 where Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. And then he says, what does he say? For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Man, right there, when it says hold the truth in unrighteousness, man has a way of suppressing the truth, God's word, the truth. That's the only truth that we live by. 
man suppresses that, denies that in order to live their lives in such a way as they want to and do what they want to and not be convicted by the truth of God's word. So they suppress it. They hold it down. Many, many want to point to just the love of God. They want to point to the wonderfulness of the good news. But we need to understand and we need to get anyone who will listen to us in this world who has not accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior what will be revealed in these next scriptures going forward from verse 18 of Romans chapter 1 to chapter 3, verse 20. And it is God's verdict that the whole world is guilty before him because he is holy and righteous and we have no righteousness in us. That is why it is so important to let people know that where they stand is condemned, is condemned. Look at John the Baptist's message. He came preaching repentance to God's people. God had sent a message of repentance from him to his people. It was not a slam. It was not condemnation. It was an invitation because he said, Behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. He pointed them to Jesus, but he told them they must repent. So we must tell people about their sin. And I know so many want to water the word of God down today. They want to just concentrate on the feel good and make me feel good and don't convict me of my sin. But that's not of God. God wants mankind to be convicted of their sin. That's why we have to tell them the truth. We have to tell them, like Paul said here, the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. God's wrath has already been unveiled. It's been uncovered. It's been revealed from heaven. And this is why, and I say this again in closing, it is why it is so important, so important that we take the stand that Paul takes there in verse 16. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it's the power of God to save my loved one. It's the power of God to save that friend that's lost and dying and on their way to damnation. It is the power of salvation to everyone that we know that we can witness to. And going forward in the next few podcasts, we will continue to concentrate and focus on how God views sinful man and unregenerate and unrepentant man apart from Christ. Thank you for listening today or this morning. And I pray that you would have a blessed week. And we look forward to speaking with you again soon. God bless. Thank you, Lord.